Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. They didn't need to say anything in his prayer. The heart, as Peter was talking, the heart was already open. And God testified by getting them born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. The, the Peter and the people, they were shocked. What? Gentiles? And God humbled Peter that day. He said, <laughs> he said that since God gave them the Holy Ghost like us, who, am, who can forbid water? Then when they called him to Jerusalem, I said, ah, you went to Gentile. He said, who was I that I could withstand God? You know, God has not changed. Till today, he's selecting people based on heart. He has never changed. He's selecting people based on heart. That's how we get this. So, Noah and his wife are people with, these are people inside the ark. Now, not those who form the ark. Some of them form the ark, but most of them are inside the ark. With honesty of heart, greater than 64, less than or equal to 100 fold. Noah's sons, their wives and living things, which will include born again Christians, which is Zoe, they have Zoe. Or people who are just physically alive, who are, you know, sinners. But like Cornelius, like uh, uh, the centurion, you know, who have greater than or equal to 30-fold honesty of heart or less than or equal to 60-fold. All this form one-third of the people on the earth. The remaining two-thirds are out. Less than 30-fold is out. Doesn't mean they won't go to heaven. Doesn't mean God, but they cannot be a part of this renewal work. This perfecting work that God is doing. Because of their hearts. So the ones inside the ark, they will gradually, as we're speaking now, the rain has started. The deeps of the earth has been broken up. The floods and is carrying the ark. Bible says it will rain for 40 days, which is a type of Jesus' 40 days in the wilderness. Is it not amazing? Pastor G, honey, do you know that the day Jesus was baptized by John in the in, by John in the Jordan River? You know what the Bible says? It said the heavens opened. Exactly what happened in Noah's ark. How in what posture did the heavens open? And the Bible says, and Jesus being baptized. That's why you are 40 years old now. You are getting full revelation. Look at the two things. He was praying and then the heavens were open. What happened in Noah's ark? The deep was broken up and then the heavens opened. Same thing. But no miracle started happening until after the 40 days. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I, can, if, if I can give you another one. Hallelujah. It is exactly 40 days from Passover to the day of ascension. Jesus ascends to heaven. He's teaching them, you know, for 40 days. He ascends after 40 days and it was 10 days later, the Holy Ghost comes. 
We're living in that time frame now. What I'm giving you is present truth, cutting edge prophetic apostolic truth. People don't realize it. The ark has, is already, the flood has already started. You know, you can imagine, let me take your imagination if you have, if you can, if you learn to use it. The day Noah entered the ark and they closed the door, God shut them in. The rain started, the flood started. First day, the, the, the ark would not be so far above the earth. It would just, that's the first day. There's water, you'll just be feeling. Five days later, it will be a little bit higher. But you won't, you know. It was after 40 days. The Bible says all the hills were covered. It was after 40 days in the wilderness that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. And the manifestation of the Spirit without measure began. Even though it was released upon him at the river. We're in that same time frame now. I got to close. It's one of the reasons why I had us sing that song, the John Wesley song today. You know, the Yorubas have a saying, be entuba monulu. I have I have a sense, let me use that word, of great gratitude to John Wesley, Charles Wesley, and all these fathers that went before us. God used them. Look at what John Wesley wrote 200 years ago. Complete perfection. Perfect love is there. Finish now. Come almighty deliver. You know. Suddenly return and never more leave their temples. Let us serve thee as our host above. Pray and praise thee without. We now know that those are the conditions. How did John we Charles Wesley get it? Revelation. And wrote it down in a hymn that we've been singing for hundreds of years and people don't know what it means. I got to close. We've done all of this, so let me. I'm going to close with this. The thing that is releasing the flood of the glory and that is uplifting the ark is the united prayer in the spirit of those who form the ark, that 300, as well as some, not all, some inside the ark who have also and are learning the art of prayer. That would be some of Noah's wives, Noah's sons, and so Noah's wives. At different levels of spiritual growth. Some will be, you know, little child. Some will be young men. Some will be fathers. You know, some will even be little, you know, babies. You know, it's, I, I, lose, I, I look at myself. I yet not I, but the grace of God was there. I was a baby Christian. I got born again, 979. I got born again in Ecom, you know. Then I kind of backslid. Then I rededicated my life to Christ. So let me, let me start with that. Don't let me even start with when I was in Ecom. You know, although I did get genuinely born again. I was actually born again. But I wasn't growing. You know, because I didn't, I didn't have church. I didn't, know, I didn't know anything. You know, then I went to England. 
Then it was in England, I dedicated my life to Christ. Then I started going to Pastor Potter's church. Within a month, you know, or two, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I learned from him. I was a baby, oh, baby Christian. Because I now know it takes about seven years to go from baby to little child. And now seven years from little child to young man. And now seven years from young man to father. So you can place yourself if, and it's not automatic because of time. You have to be fulfilling certain conditions, which I gave to you the other day. Number one, decide, you know, decide to speak, meditate, and act on the love of God daily, according to 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8. I learned all this thing from Kenneth Hagin. You know, I was a baby. You know, Christian. Uh, number two, pray Pauline prayers every day. Ephesians 1, Colossians 1, Philippians 1, you know, 2 Thessalonians 1, you know, and so on. 2 Thessalonians 3 and so on and so forth. You know, number three, pray in tongues at least one hour every day. Number four, read your Bible every day. Observe that number four comes after one, two, and three. You cannot read your Bible. You won't get much out of it if you, have, if you have not decided to walk in love. You're not praying Pauline prayers and you're not praying in the spirit. The Bible will remain a closed book. You read it, but it's all mental knowledge. If you want to read it and you want it to open to you, you've got to have love. And you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday. One of the reasons that has brought speaking in tongues into great disrespute all over the world, people laugh at praying in tongues, even amongst Christians, people like Baptists and all that. All these people, we all pray in tongues, pray in tongues. You don't even see any fruit in their life. Have you heard that before? You have people who don't pray in tongues, sometimes are better behaved than people who... You can do all that. If you're not walking in love, is noise. And the reason why a great majority of our praying in tongues is not effective is because the decision to walk in love has never been made and is not practiced. And I want to everybody scream it daily. Say it again. That's why we gave you all those things. Like love, joy, peace, all those prayers that are in, our, in all our books. It's not, a, it's not a once in a while thing. Daily! I endure long and I'm patient and kind. I'm not envious. I'm, not, I, I, I'm more boastful or vainglorious. You say daily. You meditate it daily. Then you practice it daily and pray in tongues. Then your tongues will work. As they should work. Let me use an engineering expression. Then the efficacy of your tongues will be optimal. That's an engineering term. You know, optimize. When you optimize something, you, 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 you make it do the best. You know? It's doing at its highest efficiency. A lot of our tongues is operating at less than 30% efficiency because most people don't, they don't, they have not made love there's something. So me, Olubi, by the grace and the mercy of God, as a baby, I was less than one year old as a Christian. I started practicing these things and praying in tongues. That's how I know today that you can even have baby Christians who are forming the ark. And I was I, yet not I, but the grace of God, I was diligent about it. Every day. I never missed. I hardly, hardly, I mean, I, I, I was not 100%, but certainly I was somewhere between 98 to 100%. And that's the kind of people God's looking for. So that's why you can have people who are baby Christians 
who have honest hearts. They may not even have the knowledge and experience of some other people, but they are doing all they've been told to do and they're doing it consistently. That's why you have this here. Noah's sons and their wives. Living things, some born again, some not born again. But what has qualified them to enter the ark is 30-fold to 60-fold honesty of heart. Anything that is less than 30-fold, greater than or equal to zero, God forbid, you know, or less than 30-fold is outside. The, this is the two-thirds of Zechariah chapter 13. They don't make the ark. Now, you see this, these ones that are from the ark and inside the ark who are praying. This is the last part of this message. You find that their prayers are being combined in this form. Look at Psalm 133. We're going to look at three, four scriptures and close. Psalm 133. And look at verses 1 to 3. Talking about unity. This is the unity of the spirit. See, because they are pitched within and without, and they are consistent, there is a unity in the spirit. They forgive. They cleanse with the blood of Jesus instantly. They ask life for people who they, who, who they see sin. That's why the ark doesn't leak. Water can't come through them because they will not allow sin in. No land inside. They are the people described in Joel chapter 2. He says they don't break rank. He said they will fall on a sword. It will not hurt them. First John chapter 8, he said, the wicked one toucheth him not. That's these people. Now, this is what God is doing with their prayers. Their prayers, the collective effect of their prayers is what is generating the flood. And increasing it, you know. I heard Kenneth Copeland say this many, many years ago. He was teaching on these same things. Not like I'm teaching it now. But he mentioned it. He talked about the flood of Noah. You know, God has been speaking to the prophets for years. It's not Olubi Johnson didn't drop from heaven. There are people who have, you know, who are, people like Bill Britton who have taught on this thing. God just, I, I, I seen better because I'm standing on the shoulders of giants who've gone ahead of us. Do you understand? Many of these things, these 300 something, I, I didn't pick it out of here. I first of all got it from Bill Britton. Then God now expanded it to me. You will never get your own unless you have been faithful in that which is another man's. Nobody has an original. The only original is Jesus. Every one of us has learned from somebody. Then God will now add to it and expand it and, and clarify it. So you know what happened? With this understanding, God now began to show me, you know, that it's this collective prayer. So, and the Bible describes it, it says that the, the, how good and blessed is it for brethren to dwell together in unity. Unity of the spirit. What's that functionally? What does it mean functionally? It's love, forgiveness, life, and tongues. Everybody say love, forgiveness, life, and tongues. And, and, and the blood too. That's how you maintain the unity of the spirit. It says endeavoring. To keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. So the power of God, the life that's coming from Jesus, it comes through down from the beard. Speaking of maturity, that's Noah. Those who are fathers. Then it now begins to go down 
to the rest of the body. As it goes down, it's being multiplied and amplified by the united prayer of these saints. They're the ones generating the flood. The people who are in, you know, forming the ark, you know, and some of them inside the ark. And it's now causing those who are inside the ark to be elevated. So as the flood increases, the people in the ark are growing. Because their elevation is increasing. And you're going to see a massive spiritual growth in the months to come. Massive. Now, look at, uh, thank you Jesus. Look at Leviticus. Who's on my side here? Okay. Now, now we're still in Psalm 103. Let me, let me finish that. I, I, I didn't finish it properly. Now it says, how good and pleasant. It is like the precious, it is like, I didn't hear you. The precious ointment. Touch your neighbor. Say, that means anointing. That means power. Upon the head. Touch your neighbor. Say, the head is Jesus. That round down the beard. Say, the beard are the fathers. Even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of the garment. Talk to your neighbor. Say, that means the rest of the body. So the power. Remember what Paul said. He said, when you are gathered together and my spirit. With the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. So Paul was like the beard. The father. Then Jesus was the power. So as Paul prayed, Jesus supplied power. Amplified Paul's prayer. That amplification now went down to all the people who are also praying. All the people who are also praying. So as it's coming down, it's being amplified. It's being amplified. You're going to have a flood. Look at Leviticus chapter 26. Who's still on my side? Give me a, a wave offering. Then give the Lord a clap offering. Good. Leviticus chapter 26. And look at verse 8. Now here you see the categorization. He says five of you. I didn't hear you. We'll put a hundred. And a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight. And your enemies shall fall before you before the sword. This was physically, physical. But the spiritual equivalent. Let me give it to you in a simple way. All those who are captains over tens, which will represent baby to little child, the amplification factor they get is anything from 10 to 100, depending on their capacity. Then those who are captains over hundreds, which will represent little child to young man, their capacity, their multiplication factor will be anything from 100 to 1,000. Notice a 100 will put 10,000. That's 100 times 100. Five will chase a hundred. That's five times twenty. So you got captains over tens. You got captains over hundreds, and then you got captains over thousands. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 30, 32, verse thirty. One will put a thousand to flight. Joshua chapter twenty-three. One man of you shall chase a thousand. These are captains over thousands. So, but what you get is this: you get a. I'm looking for a word. You know what you're getting is a multiplication effect of the power of God as it's coming down it's being amplified it's being amplified it's being amplified so what you're going to get outside is a flood of power that is greater than any power any of us could have generated individually that is the power that's raising the ark and the same power is bringing judgment to those outside the ark so that 
God will get a perfect church. The spots and the blemishes are going to be removed. Stand to your feet. The end of all flesh, the sin nature in the flesh has come before God because it has caused the earth to be filled with violence and God is going to put a stop to it. Let's talk to God. This is present truth. It's not going to happen. It's happening. It's, we're already inside it. It's just going to pick up. When I just a few days, you know, the ark is still, there's still some hills we haven't yet reached. But the, the, the volume of the water is increasing every day. And the time is going to come in the order of the magnitude of 40 days where all the hills will be covered completely. There will be no demonic power that will stand before the church. The, 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 the sick will be healed instantly. The lepers will be cleansed instantly. The dead will be raised instantly because all the hills are covered. Beg your pardon, darling. The word I'm looking for, can it be exposed? Yes! This woman is, although she did physics, she knows some physics because she has stayed with me for some time. Eh? She picked it by saying, it's the word exponential. It was, exp the, the power is being multiplied. You see, you know there's a difference between addition. Four plus four is eight. But four times four is 16. Five plus, five plus five is 10. But 5 times 5 is 25. Then if you add another 5, it's 125. Well, once you get, and that's, that's ordinary multiplication. But when you now take it to powers of 10, you now get an exponential, thank you darling, an exponential increase that will give you the power of the atom bomb. Spiritual atom bomb. That's why it's without measure. How do you measure 10 to power 50? Imagine those 300, just put their powers together. You know, take the small ones and just, you know, give it something. You're looking at 10 to power 300. What's going to stand in front of that one? Nothing. 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 So give, God has, you know, today we have the knowledge of science and technology and mathematics. So we can put it in more precise terms than they could in the olden days. Paul didn't have this knowledge that we have now of science. So we can, I now understand. What can stand in front of 10 to power 300? Nothing. Nothing. 10 to power 9 is a billion. You are making all, you are stealing money, you are stealing 1 trillion. Which is 10 to power 12. Compared to 10 to power 100, it is a minuscule. It is as if it doesn't exist. That is the kind of power Jesus operated in. You can understand why he could speak to a victory and say, no man eat fruit henceforth for thee forever. The Bible says, and immediately, within 24 hours, the thing I tried, because of the volume and the power that was coming out of his mouth, and that has now been given to you and I in the ark. Thank you, darling. Thank you. The word I was looking for was exponential. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.